Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Bridget just got back from Portland. And um, I did. I was having a hard time without her. <laughs> you were having a blast. You went to Connecticut and you went to. I wasn't not doing Boston. Things. That doesn't mean I wasn't having a hard time without you. <laughs> well, I'm always having a hard time, but it was especially so. <laughs> with in your absence in my absence from new york and from your life um how were your various adventures they were lovely i think i'm finally at the point where i'm training my body to know that pasta i'm like trying to be italian in the sense that like i can eat pasta every day and like i'm not ballooning up to the size of a Mm, I'm like nice. I'm like body. Don't you understand? This is sustenance. This is I what we that. eat. This is how we eat. And I think as long as I'm in control, I don't know. I'm like training my body to be able to eat pasta as much as possible. Wow, that's the kind of training I like to hear about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you had good pasta. I had really good pasta. I went to Boston for the like, the first time. I used to go to Cambridge once mm. a year for forensics tournaments of course of course um and but only in february so i'd never been to boston when it's like fun to be outside it's so beautiful yeah i texted our friend who like i haven't kind been of, in a long time i kind of live who kind of lives there and i was like boston's pretty who knew and he was like duh who are you fuck are everyone you? knew <laughs> <laughs> um i saw ducklings and nice I went to a party at thrown by an 18 year old and that was strange, so but odd. But so, kosher. It was so funny. There were so many young Jews there who mm. just like wanted to talk about Israel. Wow. And one of them was like, do you know, <laughs> do you know any Hebrew? We were like, do we know Hebrew? <laughs> and he was like, Oh, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, Oh, Yofi Tofi. And who is like Kevin with a Y's like favorite. Oh, incredible. And Lily and I were like, Yofi <laughs> we like lost our shit at That's this so child and then he <laughs> had sex with a girl in the basement wow. and our friend um went and broke it up this is <laughs> crazy he like went downstairs and was like hey <laughs> you're in my I basement i literally cannot imagine that so funny and he's wow. probably gay no i can't imagine it wow there are a lot of layers to everything that just happened. It was a really good time. How was your... Wow. Um, um, my time in Portland was um, short but lovely. Saw my oldest friends and my best high school friends and... How's Hannah? Um, I was just going to say on my best friend in the world from college, Hannah. She's really good. She fits into Portland so perfectly. She looks like she does. And... Um, has such a, like a life set up there and I adore her and it was just like filled my heart to see her. We are not like you. We are both not natural communicators with people over long distances. You're very good at that and neither of us are, but luckily we aren't. So we're both on the same page about it. Mm. Um, and it was so fun. We did a lot of walking and good eating and Where did my mom you? and I, we went to the gorge, mm-hmm. had a whole day out on in the gorge and then we, um, Went across the river to Skamania, and which is right on the river. <laughs> There's love, a lodge there called Skamania Lodge. I love some of the names of Portland. We went to somewhere that was like Google Google Mania or whatever. Something, something. <laughs> Wishugal. Wishugal. Wishugal is definitely my friend's mom is from Wishugal. We were just talking about it. Well, yeah, a lot of the names are just straight up Native American words. Did you see the coming of the white man statue? My favorite part of Portland. <laughs> <laughs> I did. We did not actually go to visit that. <laughs> I wish we it's had. In, um, it's like the top of the where the rose garden is. The top yeah. of that. What's that part called? 
we saw a bunch of good stuff and then we went across the river to Skamania and we went down to the water where there were people doing these like insane boarding with the huge like sa- like parasailing which was really cool and then we turned around and there was a super cute distillery behind us and it had a, it's called skunk brothers and it had through the a very cute logo and my mom was like you want to go in and see if they have a bumper sticker <laughs> and i was like sure why not so we open the door and walk in and this guy comes out and he's like oh i thought i closed the door like we're closed but uh and he leads us into this like secret <laughs> tasting room and then poured us all of their like moonshine samples and like it was so good so fun so fun um yeah, a lot of fresh fruit. Uh, we went picking on Soviet Island, and it's just like Portland really actually is a fairy tale land. And yeah. it was super good to see old friends, like, filled my heart. And it's cool, too. A lot of my fr- like my closest friends from high school, most of them, uh, I've seen one of them within the last three years, but the others I haven't seen in four, five years. Wow. So there's a lot to catch up on, but it's also fun to be like, oh, shit. We've, like, you've grown up into, like, the coolest version of what I could have imagined. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, it's fun to, like, see your friends grow up. Yeah, definitely. And it was very nice to be home and spend time with my mom. And I'm going to be back for, actually, my oldest friend's wedding in September, which I'm very excited about. But I'm also really happy to be back in the city. I'm exhausted. I'm also I just like did not sleep while I was there. Um, like I was out, I averaged probably about two and a half hours a night until the last night. I was just like up and then up and then up and then up. And also I would stay up until like midnight one initially anyway, which is 4 a.m. here. And then my body would wake me up at Eastern work time, which is mm, 7.30, so 4.30. So my, I, anyway, I'm a terrible sleeper anyway. And then I flew back on a red eye and then... <laughs> I was supposed well I was supposed to land at like 6 30 and I was like I'll just go into Manhattan and be really early to work and then my flight took off early and landed early and like a lot early we landed at 4 45 a.m and I was like okay I'm not going to Manhattan right now nothing <laughs> anyway so I went home to sleep for an hour and then woke up at noon <laughs> I that was a hard one to explain to my work but luckily they're flexible and now I'm back in work land Yay. <laughs> um, really feels like I did not take five days. Actually, taking th- I took three days off and came back and was like, wow, honestly, don't think that was worth it. I'll never do it again. Catching up sucks. <laughs> it's the price you pay for a vacation, <laughs> kids. Hey, Bridget. Hey, Brooke. <laughs> Hi, Hi, everybody. everybody. Welcome to Splat, the podcast where me, Brooke, and me, Bridget, talk about Portland. <laughs> Literally and exclusively. Portland and Shrek. I, that's what you originally <laughs> what signed up for. Down to. When you agreed to the contract you signed by listening to the first episode. Yeah, we've signed like an Ursula-esque contract. So actually, when you listen back to the podcast, starting from the beginning, it's your voice. <laughs> Singing, I'm a believer, and that's the contract. Um well, we're actually speaking of Ursula about <laughs> sex oh. in the city. Speaking of Ursula, that's the Volvo that I learned to drive in and drove around Portland's name. Oh. She's an old. She's what as old as Mara. She's thirty. She's a Volvo station wagon, like a badass Whoa. old tank. But what do we talk about? Sex in the city. Ten years younger and twenty years later. Yay! We got there, we and got you know there. what? You all came along with us for the ride, and that's what matters. You may have taken a red eye, but you're here. <laughs> you are here. Uh, should we dive into this episode? Yes. Yeah. She is. Oh, corrections corner. Sorry, quite a I one. stole that from my favorite murder. Oh, that's good. We need it. Um, we love to steal. Um, brother. My favorite theft. My favorite theft. My favorite. Mm, nope, that's the one theft. I was going to say that, oh, brother of the podcast um, said that in 2002, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't have been an outpatient mis- procedure. Oh, interesting. The ball removal. Good to know. Yeah. Look at that. Coming correct. We love it. Um, he wants to talk to you about books. I would love to talk to him. I'm very curious what he thought about Tale for the Time Being. Um, he, I think he's liking it a lot. Or Good. He says it's a little slow at first, but he's enjoying it. I felt that way too, and I'm also curious because I listen to it on audiobook, and the author reads it and does a fantastic job, and I think it's just easier. There are a lot of foreign words and a lot of, you know, when you hear someone just confidently relaying it, yeah. you kind of get the meaning more easily. Um, but I'm sure it reads well in print also, honestly. What an episode this is. It's a big one. It's it's wide ranging. It's pretty serious. It's, um, a lot of it, I feel, 
is pretty ploppable in some interesting super ways. Pl- super plurpable. Plurpable. Also, like, M- I More can... focus on the Scottish heritage than I have ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. Just, like, a lot of interesting questions. And, mm-hmm. again, like, I, th- I still think we're very much in, like, we are 10 years younger than these characters and experiencing much. That is becoming much more clear now, I think. Yeah. Because when they're all single doing the single lady thing, it's kind of like, okay, what does 10 years really mean? And now it's like, oh, it means significant life differences. Yeah, like babies and marriage. You know, although I feel like... And things, there are people our age who deal with those things. We just are not of that... No. That... We are all through ourselves, I think. Samantha is running around. That's right. It's called Just Say Yes. This was also super triggering and pointed. Yes. This, it starts with Carrie being like, New York City, the tired, the poor. poor it's like the, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Like, anyone is welcome The thing that here. we desecrate constantly as an entity now. Yeah. Carrie enters and Aiden She is walks cooking. into her apartment. Aiden's bumping around. She's wearing a rainbowy. She really, her outfits in this one are pretty exclusively bad. See. The, or just like, they're not even bad. They're just. I'm just like, for why about all of them? Confused. The captions don't do this moment justice because she comes in and she's like, (laughs) "Uh uh-oh, my balding is going to be a co-op, which means she's probably going to have to move. And Aiden goes, did you get the tomatoes? (laughs) He does. And I thought instantly, ugh, that's why we don't like him. Yes, because he's, and he's like, why don't you just buy the place? Do we know where he's from? She also throws the tomatoes at him and he spears them on his knife in their baggie. He's from Cheeseland. Oh, okay, but then why does he have like a vaguely southern country accent oh, at no. all times? I mean, like, like a, the fake place. Oh, I thought you meant Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> I realized that after I said it. No, I should have understood though, because he is from Cheeseland. <laughs> I know, and he's like, "I'll buy your apartment for you, and I'll buy the apartment she, next door." Yeah, because she's like, "I can't buy an apartment," and he's like, "Well, I can," like, which what? is pretty also, intense. Also, he's got his love bod back. Oh yes, he does. John he's Corbett. back happily in a relationship. Although he still has his hot face hair he's combo. He's so, so hot. Like, I won't lie. Like, but he's got a little gill. Yeah. Well, that happened over a few episodes. I think it's one of those things where he, like, probably does ab workouts, but doesn't, like, watch what he eats. So it's, right. like, a little puffy. Right. So it's muscly, but there's a little a little extra to love. A little extra to love. Which, like, hey. She off. likes it. Does she? <laughs> so he's basically, Ugh, like, listen. Well, it. she's, like, why would I do this? And she's And he's, like, well, we live together. So what he's basically proposing is like, I'll buy these two apartments. Make a They'll be big, apartment. and we'll live together. And he's like, she's like, what my which rent? we know she's never done. What's my rents gonna be? What's my rents? What's and my he rents? Like grabs her face and gives her a weird sloppy kiss, and I didn't like it. Well, it's also yeah, it's a weird implication. All of the like power stuff and the it's just funny. Do you think that's actually Kristen Davis's butt? I don't. No, probably not. Um. Anyway. Kristen Davis's butt, ostensibly, is on screen, <laughs> and someone shoves a syringe into it, and basically she's, she's taking hormone shots. Yeah. So she's fully doing IVF at this point, it, the you know 2002 version of, which I imagine is similar conceptually. It's probably just the tech. But women still, I mean... Get shot in the butt with hormones, and she's You still have to pills. do it nightly. It's still... I mean, it's an intensive process. This I stuff was... is so, like, emotionally and physically draining. And Trey is being a fucking dick about it. He is so... And, well, Charlotte's like, it's actually pretty common. There are six cu- couples in our building that have struggled with this. And, and he's, he's like, like, what the fuck did you do? Like, put out flyers that were barren. Fuck you, Trey. Yeah, he's he's really, he's like fighting her at every move here. And what she's doing is all of the physical and emotional work, of course, to like make this possible for them. And he still is like snippy that they can't do it the original way. She's like, listen, we're going to talk to this couple in the building who, you know, they've... um. I don't remember. Do they do IVF also something? Yeah. And he's like, I'm a doctor. I don't need to talk to another couple about how they did this. And then he's like, we have the Scottish Highland Spring Fling on Friday, so we can't talk to them anyway. And, you know. Charlotte's like, do we have to go? And he says, yes, it's family tradition. First comes spring, then comes the fling. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, what's her name? Charlotte is also like, also, I put us on the plan for a list for a Mandarin baby. And Trey is, like, really upset about that. Well, here's the thing. I would be perhaps upset about the fact that my spouse had signed us up for something as enormous and life-changing as adoption without talking to me, without even mentioning it to me. Fair. But what this becomes is a pointedly fucking racist 
event in Charlotte's yeah. journey to motherhood. And so cut to Carrie and Aiden is sh- singing in the shower. Carrie is like going oh through God, his, his, stuff his stuff is, is everywhere because basically he's like already moved in without really talking about it. He's just like suddenly there and all this stuff is there. And she op- she finds a ring box and she, she opens, opens it, it and it's an ugly ring. It actually is really ugly. It's like, well, it's just it's. It's very simple. It's a lot of gold with kind of like a thick. It, it's, it's a, a little like 70s, which if it's big, I don't mind a pear mm-hmm. shape. I, like stylistically, I know there are people who like that. This one just, it kind of looks dinky, I you know? I also don't like gold. I don't either. I'm not a gold person, which she seems to not either. Well, she also throws up. She sees she the does. Ring she sees she the ring, up. importantly, in his bag. She finds it accidentally, and then she throws up. And everyone at brunch is like... You're getting, or no, Charlotte is like, you're getting engaged. And she's like, I, I don't know. Threw I threw up. up. Is that what happens? And Charlotte like can't stop doing this thing where she's like, well, when you, you just have this gut feeling, you know, and everyone's like, is she having the gut feeling? The point is she threw up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's knowing he's the one. And Charlotte's like, what'd the ring look like? And, and Gary does this really funny. I like whatever her eyeliner thing is. It's so, she has like, yeah, like black and white eyeliner. It's very intense. Oh, yeah, I like it. And I would she, do that. Yeah. She's like, listen, the ring is bad. She describes uh, it. She's like, this ring. And, and you could see Miranda tighten up. And he, she's like, it's just not me. It's gold <laughs> and it's pear-shaped. And and those things, I, agree, I again, think aren't inherently bad. It's just like, if you haven't seen this ring, it doesn't it doesn't look good. It looks tacky. It looks small. And Carrie's um, like, how do I know if he's right for me if he, he doesn't, doesn't know, know what, what ring is ring me? Like. Which, like... I I feel like by the time I get engaged, I will have talked about it. Yeah, I'm not know. gonna make someone guess. A ring is so ambiguous. Well, it's funny. especially Carrie. How on earth could you know what Carrie's tastes were? Well, it's funny because Miranda, yes. presumably went with him so, to help. Because Miranda's like, I helped him pick the ring. <laughs> he wanted a feminine opinion she's like and keep in mind i have pregnancy hormones raging through my body and charlotte was like gives her sass about that at it's least you're so pregnant fun. and miranda goes are we gonna have this conversation every time yell at me? <laughs> because we have seven months of this and carrie's basically like i don't want to get engaged i'll tell him i want to live with him and that's enough and i love him but not now and then she's like when do you think he's gonna do it and then she's like wait miranda do you know and miranda swears she doesn't and says she's gonna be done forever and Carrie's really back on this, like, the ring thing, you know? Yeah. He should have known it wasn't the ring for her. Woo! And Samantha is like, exactly, honey. Samantha, this whole time, any small thing that comes up against marriage, Samantha's, like, jumping on it. She's not being super aggressive. She's just like, exactly, you know? Like, oh, yes, nope, can't get married, can't get married. Yeah. It's very um, telling. Yeah. I think she knew Charlotte always would, but she doesn't. Meaning Samantha did. She doesn't care in that same way, you know. Whereas, you know, Carrie and Samantha go back super far. And and Charlotte's fucking Charlotte. For a long time, Carrie hasn't even lived with a partner, you know. She's never lived with a partner. And Miranda, you know, is having a baby. So she's already sailing on one of the two life things that Samantha doesn't want to do. Yeah. Well, how long do we think Aiden and Carrie have been together? At this point, so there was a year the first time around, right? They were together a year. No, that's Mr. Big, sorry. Yeah. Say six months first time, and then cheating happened, and then they've probably been back together for... Like eight months? Yeah, I, I not a year, because it's been like six episodes tops, you know? Just so much crazy shit has been fit into that time. Um, Feels like more. Well, yeah, I never know. Right? Someone can someone make us a timeline? <laughs> someone do their best estimates, please. Okay. Um so so Carrie's wondering. She's wondering. She's tip type type typing. Is it a sign how do you know when it's right? Like if you know, you know, but if you don't know, does that mean you're just not ready or that you don't know? Or that you don't know, yeah. And Carrie goes, Speaking of Mr. Wright, Char Samantha is now having drinks with Mr. Richard Wright, who is who does the hotel. So he's like furious with her because something happened with ads in an article in the Times. And he makes it about her being a woman. He does. And he's like, did you ask somebody what happened or did you just spend the morning accessorizing? And she's like, fuck you. I talked to the travel editor. I pulled pulled two of our ads. ads. It won't happen again. And I got a full page feature on the Barcelona thing. And he's like, not bad. Basically, he's an asshole. She goes, may I sit down now? 
she really is well equipped to handle a man like this, you know, because she's she doesn't let him get away with any of his shit, and she hasn't from the beginning. Interesting how that works, huh? Uh-huh. So she's like, "Let's talk business," and he's like, "Come on, I'm a human." And Samantha kind of opens up and is like, "This is like the mo- the most we've seen Samantha open up to um, any man, really." My best friend might be getting engaged. And she's like, he's like, she didn't ask you to be a bridesmaid. She says, she no, it's just, you know, she she's like, everyone does this cliche thing where you get married and you have kids. And, and he's like, I know. I like to sleep around. I'd rather have some woman come on my private jet. Go to, to Belize or whatever. Rio. Yeah. We wake up in Rio. We fuck. We have sex all over the place. And then, and I, and then like it's done. Samantha's eyes open. Samantha's like, oh. She's I like, like Rio and fucking. Who needs a wife when you have a life? And she goes, that's, that's all, all I'm say. saying. She's also wearing the most ginormous um, earrings. No. Ring. Oh, the ring. Yes. Great. Good grief. So, so Miranda's implied, been waiting. It's implied that like Samantha and Richard are going to go on this Yeah. Show. Yeah. Um, Miranda. Which I'm also kind of like, damn, we got 35 seconds of vulnerability from Samantha about her life changing and her friend doing this thing and how she feels about marriage and kids and she's just gonna now fuck this man who she set so many professional boundaries with is she gonna marry him no she's not okay i promise okay um and so miranda's like been (laughs) struggling when to tell steve that she's pregnant they're they're in the middle of an ice cream transaction uh, across from lincoln center oh yeah hey um and she's like, Steve, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and then they have this whole conversation as they, like, exchange glances and complete the transaction with the ice cream man. He's cute. He is cute. And he's, Wait, he's smiling, so too. I'm here every day. <laughs> and Miranda goes, okay, we're done now. <laughs> he's basically, Steve is like, are you sure? You know, like, what are you going to do about she's it? She's like, well, it's good to know my ball's still working. Yeah, my one, my single ball. And he's oh like, wait, God. you're sure it's mine? Am I? And she's like, it's been a slow Sorry, summer. Sorry, I'm still dealing with the fact that they're Where on they are, block yeah. that I'm on every single day. Every day. She's like, he says, are you ready? Well, she, she tells him she's going to keep it. And he's like, are you ready? And she says, no, but I'm never going to be ready, you know, and... She's basically just like, you don't have to do anything. I will take care of this baby all the way. It's not going to be your problem. It's my decision. It's just something I want to do for me. It's like, why do you want to talk to me about it? Which is kind of a fair question. And I like it too because it implies that actually he wouldn't have been furious if she just made the choice, you know? He he assumes that she yeah. comes to him because she wants him to be involved. Yeah. So Carrie's trying to like quell this Aiden situation so she's like I'm gonna take him out to dinner tell and him I want to say yes I'm gonna say yes to, to living, living with him but she does she wants it to stop there so she basically does they go out to this nice dinner and she's like we'll be sharing a life and an apartment so yes Aiden like she tries to really make it as if he'd proposed and she asked, she replied and then he's like cool so one more thing to ask you and she goes I have to go to the bathroom. And zippy zips away and has a good acting moment. In the bathroom. In the bathroom, pacing, hands on the wall, says to herself, what are you doing? And then a voice goes, are you You talking talking to me? This is a good, I like, oh. I don't it's like very stress. Well, it's like seventies like prom. Ho- yeah, prom yeah, exactly. High school homecoming. Whoa. Wow, <laughs> middle school prom, <laughs> high school homecoming. That was like word association to shit. <laughs> She really acts she's her way through gorgeous. it. What are you doing? She's so beautiful. Fuck she everyone is. who says that I she know. looks like a horse. She's stunning. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Men love to shit on. It's also funny, too, because someone's like, are you talking to me? And she says, no, no. And then she bends her head down to look and, I guess, see if their legs are what. I thought I was going to, like, be Natasha. Can you imagine seeing your head pop down? Yeah, right. Imagine. I thought she was going to have a cute moment, a bath bathroom moment, but... She's basically like, no, I'm fine. She's back at the table. He's and like, do you want dessert? She's like, no, no. I would say no to dessert. <laughs> and he says, listen, Carrie. And he goes, and there's this like a slow moment montage where he's reaching into his pocket. I was like, it's going to be his fucking wallet. And, it, and was. it is. And he's like, I know you wanted to pay, but I'll cover this dinner. Oh, my Luna bars are here. That's very exciting. Oh, fun. Um, He's like, I know you wanted to pay, but let me get this. Yeah. So he... um. He does. He gets it. And she's relieved because he's not proposing to her. Although then goes, she's a little bit like, ugh, he oh, goes, God, yeah. Ugh. Give me a little something. And he 
for a kiss. Leans forward and they like kiss and over the goes, table. Oh yeah. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, it's really This is why I'm like I'm like I like him when he doesn't open his mouth really. Okay. That's the problem. Yeah, it's a TV show. It's true. He really ruins it. So Trey comes home and overzealous Charlotte. He's learning Mandarin. He's learning Mandarin. Also, here's the thing. Adoptions are complicated and long processes, you know? I think that's why she probably put them on the list. Right. So she could just, like, get the ball rolling. Right. She is. Well, yeah, no, definitely. She is definitely taking this very. She's ready. She's ready. She's She's ready. And she keeps, she refers to how, well, Trey's like, wouldn't we teach the baby how to speak? And she's like, well, sometimes um, the, she's a little older when she comes to you or whatever. And he's like, so it's a Mandarin girl now? Carrie's like, it's mostly unwanted little girls. Nope, her name's not Carrie, it's Charlotte. Charlotte. But that's true. It definitely is. It's, and Trey's like, I don't want to fucking talk about this. Maybe we shouldn't go to the spring fleet. And, and Charlotte, like, hormones out at him. And it's like, no, we have to go. It's important. It's a family tradition. She parents back to him exactly what he said We're to not going to be those barren, like, those barren, yeah, uh, that barren couple who, who doesn't go out anymore. And then she goes back to trying to learn Mandarin. Of course. Yeah. This is wild. This is wild. So... Carrie looks like a popsicle. She does, but in kind of a hot way. Somehow she pulls it off, and like she's trying to her get a cat. Body's the only body that would ever look good in a dress like that. It's true. Uh, made out of that material, she's trying to get a cab. She doesn't. Other people are jumping in front of her and shit. And then a black big car. sticks his head out of the black car. <laughs> I think I love Mister Big. This this exchange they have here is one of my favorite moments because they just have some good banter in the car. Where I'm like, okay, I do get this, but I just. I just, I don't like him. I'm going to have this conversation at some point in my yes, life. Yes, absolutely you with are. With this person. She's like, oh yeah, absolutely. I have another, just that I continue to have more and more confirmation that. That you really have a Mr. Big. You just do. Just like the way that they behave is the same. Yep. Yep. So he's like, yes, I'm absolutely giving you a ride. They banter back and forth. He makes her get in because they're holding up traffic. And then he's like, nope, it's totally out of my way, but I'm going to go there anyway. And he gives her address to Raul, he goes, the driver. How, how are things with Country Bob? And Carrie's like, you know his name now. And he goes, Aiden. Aiden. And then she says, things are very good. And they do this like very, very good. No, no, they did that earlier. They do this yeah. bantery thing back and forth. He's like, what's that smile about? Because like, she does. She does a little thing where she's like, things are great. And like, she's like, kinda. I don't think you want to know this thing. And he's like, I can handle it. And she goes, I, I think, think he wants to marry, marry me. me. Big says, how do you know? And she won't tell him that she found a ring. So she's just like, I just have a feeling. And basically fucking Mr. Big is like, no, no. he won't do it. He's not the one for you. Which like, you presumptuous dick. And then he goes, you're not the marrying kind. Which is also kind of crazy because he knows that she wanted to marry him. It's a pretty pointed thing to say. She's like, I'm not ready yet. And he's like, you're never going to be ready, baby. So she. So she gets the ride home and she and Big Banter back and forth. And he's a dick kind of. But it's good banter. But it's like, you know. Yeah. yeah and other. he doesn't want to. <laughs> Do they? Well, then she needs to fucking acknowledge that. Nope. She can't. And they need to grow up. <laughs> nope. They won't. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. So. Uh, uh, so she digs through the back bag. at home. Carrie like goes looking through Aiden's bag and the, the ring, ring isn't there anymore. And then she's on this like, wait, why didn't he propose to me? And she's kind of like, Miranda, did you say something to him? And Miranda's like, dude, I told you I removed myself from this situation. Yeah. But it is funny. And it's funny too, how she doesn't even want to marry him, which Miranda keeps being like, you don't even know if you're going to say yes. She's like, yeah, but what if he doesn't want to ask anymore? <laughs> Miranda's like, Miranda goes and is like, excuse me. And she like goes to throw up, which like, put that shit on mute. Well, it's funny. Yeah. Because, well, she, she not only doesn't put it on mute, she, the toilet is, I mean, it's literally still at her mouth in the toilet bowl. It's awful. She's like, I don't know why they call it morning sickness. And it doesn't, it happens all goddamn day. And also morning, M-O-U-R-N-E. <laughs> She's like, that would make more sense. Because when she first throws up, Carrie goes, oh, did someone propose to you? <laughs> I love them. Oh, they're really good. So now Charlotte and Trey Charlotte's are... had this like tartan, the tartan fabric of the McDougal crest basically made into a prom dress, dress also. Except she looks... Ugh, her boobs are so still when she bounces. How? How? They race in and they're late and Bunny, everyone's in kilts and doing dances and Bunny comes over and is like, oh, you're late. You missed the dancers and so the So any Scott dinner. who lives in New York City is 
at this event. Any Scott who is anybody, <laughs> I think they say, which is like implies there are Scots who are nobodies, of course. So Bunny is, takes over and she makes Trey go dance on the dance floor. And then she goes off on this rant about, well, this is funny, though, because Charlotte's like, Trey, do you know this dance? And Trey adjusts his jacket and he's like, unfortunately, <laughs> I do. Excuse me. Uh, it's the Highland Fling, which the whole event is named after. And Trey is very quickly having a great time. <laughs> and Charlotte goes, for something called a fling, it seems like a lot of work. And Bunny goes, that's funny. That's what I used to say to Trey about you. Yep. It's horrible. It's so rude. <laughs> but and then she's so like, so good. <laughs> it's such a good burn. Like, I want Bunny to be like holding a fucking, fast. a fucking teacup at all times. God, I know. She comes over and she's like getting shortbread. And she's basically like, what do you know about our Scottish heritage? She turns into a quiz that the uh, Charlotte kind of thinks she's acing. And then very quickly, um, Bunny is like, well, listen, I must tell you, I don't enjoy Mandarin food and I don't enjoy a Mandarin child, which is straight up the most awkward way you could phrase that. And beyond that, straight up McFucking racist. racist. <laughs> oh, she's God. Like, she's like, the McDougal line needs to be carried on by sons of your own, not daughters of the South Pacific. And I'm like, <sighs> Bally high bitch. So much. Hey. <laughs> there is so much bullshit wrapped up in so much of that. Like beyond the racism, the sexism, the like, ugh, the classism, the borderline incestuous bathtub sitting and obsession about your purity of your white ass line. Yeah. And so Charlotte breaks into a line where Trey is dancing and it's, it's ba- basically what she says to him is like, you motherfucker, I'm doing all this work so that we can have a baby and you're fucking telling your mom you know, about all of our... Also, if we want to have a Mandarin baby, we're going to have a Mandarin baby. The thing about she, Charlotte is she's so passive until she has to be this aggressive, you know? I this know. is her cycle. She's like, we're fighting. Keep your mother out of it. And then he rips open her dress. Because she tries to leave and he pulls at this, like, brand new dress she had made. And it bursts the side open. Although no one, like, really stops dancing or pays attention too much. Samantha's having sex, sex on, on the plane airplane. on the way to Rio and then he rips, he rips her skirt and she, it's just like <laughs> a she's wearing a skirt she doesn't need to take it off b why did you have to rip it c how did it rip like that d the flight attendant opens <laughs> so it so cute what a great I'm like <laughs> what a fun walk cameo like oh my god role. yeah absolutely he's basically like we're about to take off and uh, I need you both buckled in so they don't <laughs> they don't at all they just have sex and as the plane is revving up and samantha's she, like Ugh. and then yeah 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 she says I, I should we not do this you're my boss and he's like no i definitely need you to see i Rio. need this to happen and he's like so they say something about cost or price or whatever and he's like speaking of that how much would you usually charge for this and she laughs and she's like oh more than you can afford samantha orgasms so quickly she also it's just like every time she's penetrated she's like having the most pleasure she's ever had which just like yeah sex is good and feels good it just doesn't work like that again stats say she's having a lot of mediocre sex (laughs) so charlotte later that night is like i need you to give me my shot and he's like do we have to do that right now tonight like fuck you we have to do it every night and goddamn i am trying and he says i said i was sorry what else could you expect from me? Which is like, damn, dude, that is the bare fucking minimum. He he has never once talked about a serious issue with her. And now suddenly he's not having fun. She's like, he's like, is this how marriage is supposed to work? And he's basically like, it, this is, this is so hard. He's like, I'm 43. When does it get easy? Which like, what the fuck, dude? And she's like, this is what a relationship is. It's tough. He goes, no, no, no. This is what our, our relationship, relationship is. I don't see anyone else getting screamed at on the dance floor. As if this is all fucking Charlotte's fault. And this coupled with Bunny being like, I told him you used to be, you know, looked fun, but we're a lot of work. God damn. And now Trey's like, I don't know if I want to have kids. He says, I think I don't want to have a baby anymore. I don't have the energy. I work hard and I like to play golf. Like, you motherfucker, you have never had to really try hard He's for anything. anything. Your mom has taken care life. of everything. She's put all of these ideas in your head. And Charlotte's fucking a gift. She is. Oh, my God. She's so much better than than he deserves, truly, than his creepy ass. I mean, good thing she's not going to have his babies. Yeah. 
She's like, we've been planning all along to have a family. And he says, well, you and I will have to be enough, which also is crazy. Like, do they even like each other? Also, Charlotte quit her job, has taken this on as like her whole thing. Oh, man, it makes my head spin. It makes me. Yeah, she, she, it's it's so ridiculous. It's a nightmare. And it's but crazy to me that she go, doesn't. I'm going to get some juice. And I giggled. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I think it's one of those like she just tries to think of whatever thing. When she's Trey's like, Charlotte, are you all right? Because she's visibly crying. And then Carrie, I think, is narrating like, how do you know when it's not right? Yeah. So... And she, what Charlotte says is, I don't know. She doesn't turn around to look at him, but she's like full crying. She's like, I don't know. And she's in the nursery and then she walks out. Cut to Carrie walking with Aiden. And Pete, because when Pete has to go, he's got to go. She's like, but why do I have to come with? And they do this weird Pete routine where he's like, Pete would never leave me. Pete loves you more than I do. And he can't even like get Pete into the frame to look like Pete loves Carrie. You love him. Don't you love him? And he's like, hey, do you have a baggie? I don't have a, a poop baggie. And then he's like, she's like digging in, in, in his jacket and he's like, here, hold this. And he's kneeling and he slaps the ring into Carrie's hand. He's like, open it. I'm like, and I like watched she, this though when I cried. Oh, I watched this kind of because I was, I was really worried it was going to go uncomfortably. And then it turns really beautiful. And well, she, as beautiful as he gets. She opens it and it's like this beautiful ring. It's a very different ring. Honestly, it wouldn't be my style, but it's no. very Carrie. I don't like square. Mm-mm. So, and he's, it's much more tasteful and interesting and a much bigger diamond, which of course she likes. And it's also just a cooler diamond. It's and classier. it surprises her, but and, also and it, he because goes, it's her. He goes, I had a different one, but I changed my mind. That one just didn't feel like you. And Which, of like, course, ding, it's ding, like, ding. well, he fulfills the one criteria that you know, really felt. And then he does the, you know. I don't want to live my life without you. The engagement speech. I love you more than anyone. What? Do you, except I realized he, it says, what do you think? But he goes, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you can't even fucking enunciate your proposal. And she says, maybe sometimes you just have to say what's in your heart. She says, yes. She says, yes, which this is wild. So she is engaged. And they have an... I have to say... Sweet moment on the ground. She kneels down with him. I was watching this and I was like... (laughs) I I can't wait until... Oh, it's going to be so good. I can't imagine someone saying anything like that to me. I can. To you, I'm saying. There are people who... No, but it's like there's something so specific about oh, it. Oh, I know. Making me like very emotional just like thinking about that. Like it someday, is. like there will be someone who like says nice things. It's my favorite part about <laughs> engagements. I just, oh, I love engagements yeah. because it's like I've talked to you about this. Yeah. I think that we don't tell people that we love how yeah, much we totally. love them enough. And Openly and specifically. I'm yeah. trying to be better about it. And um, I just got really excited for to. I think I love the idea of being engaged. Yeah. I mean, what's, yeah. That's all. (laughs) It just seems joyful, you know, and it's sweet. And they seem really into it together, the two of them in this moment. And they have a nice moment on the sidewalk. I just trust that when it happens, I'm not going to, it's not going to surprise me and it's going to be beautiful. Yeah. And I love him already. (laughs) Because he's going to know you well. But when you're out there, you're out there. (laughs) cannot wait to see i'll be in the bushes so (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah probably probably um and then he takes the ring out and he puts it on her she's wearing you know ridiculous carrie nighttime clothes but always always a pair of slip-on high heels that night she surprised herself and steve is comes to miranda's door with the (laughs) with the like other ring ring he opens it and she's like are you fucking crazy and he goes that's your answer that's how they open it and i'm like god damn i like this relationship so much more than the one we just saw already and she's like i don't want to marry you and he's like i don't want to marry you and she's she's like like, then why are you He's like, I just don't want to be a dad who, like, sees you at the playground. You know, I really want to help. She's like, that doesn't mean we have to get married. And she's like, you're not in love with me, right? He goes, no, especially not right now. And she's like, I need you to tell yourself that every single day. <laughs> because you're going to see me with your with your, this baby and you're going to think you're in love with me. She's like, how do you see me with your dog? He's like, honestly, you seem very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. They're amazing. They're like borderline kind of being loud with each other, but they're being very honest at the same time. <laughs> Miranda knew Steve wasn't right for her, but she wanted to do what was right for her baby. 
by the way, she says, I know, I know that's, that's a hand-me-down hand ring. ring. I would never say yes to a hand-me-down ring. And Steve goes, you, you picked it out. So he knows. He knew she would know. He's like, frankly, I can't afford a stupid ring and a baby. And she's like, great. We're doing a great job. Because <laughs> she says, yeah, you, I picked it out for Carrie. And Carrie goes, there was one person I needed to tell. Someone who wasn't the marrying kind. Or didn't think I'm the Who didn't kind. think I'm the... And so you, you think, think it's, it's going to be big, big, but thank God she doesn't. And it's much more charming than that. It's, it's Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> She's like, I have something to tell you. And Samantha's like... Aiden dumped you? <laughs> Aiden left you? Carrie is like, no, I'm engaged. And she goes... Samantha goes, fuck you. <laughs> and then she's like, all right, let's get a drink. And she orders them drinks. And she looks at the ring. She They orders her rubies. And I was like, did she just order roofies? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, huh? Um, she looks at the ring and Carrie's like, because it's so much better. He swapped rings on me. And Samantha's like... I've seen it. I've seen this before because she went and helped him because she knew it was important to Carrie and that it might be and a good thing. they have like a cute moment. They do. Oh, she's wearing that weird skirt again. Yeah, she is. It's a funny one too because Ka- um, Kim Cattrall is like borderline like a little bit, you know, with her responses, but it's just enough to be genuine and sweet between them, you know? Yeah. The nuance is strong. I love, I do love the relationship between Samantha and Carrie, despite yeah, me too. knowing that they hate each well, other. Well, it's interesting. Like, I love that that is the, is the note that this episode ended on. Yeah. The two of them like that. It's friend love, baby. Yeah, truly. Um, how do you feel about this episode, Bridget? Um, excuse me. Um, it was, I liked this episode in that it was, I think, in depth. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. It was nuanced largely with the exception of samantha when it came to what's his face right richard richard yeah um but the role she plays in their friend group in this one is really interesting and her and her perspective in those like 35 interesting seconds we get (laughs) um yeah i think it's pretty ploppable i think charlotte's is very ploppable yeah for sure even with crazy trey and the crazy mcdougals the mcracists the mcracists um and honestly, I wish there was a storyline where Charlotte leaves Trey and just um, raises a girl who she adopts on her own. But yeah, maybe that is what happens. Maybe. Um, I think. What do I think? Um, who did you resonate with? Did you just tell me? No, I'm just talking about plopability a little bit. Oh, yeah, we can keep talking. Carrie's is. All yeah. of that could happen. Totally. Um. Miranda's definitely could all happen. Samantha's I actually don't think would fly because sleeping with your boss in that way would be a much different storyline. Yeah, I agree. Especially with those power dynamics and him being the kind of dick that he is. Uh, I agree. What do you think about who did no? Who did you relate to? I uh, resonated with Carrie. That's what we say. Resonated, right? Whatever. Right. Yeah, definitely Carrie. Yeah. Um, which, um, you know, I feel some carry in just in that. I think honestly, even if I like felt strongly, someone was the right one. I might also just want to throw up out of the intensity of, yeah, I actually thought of you. (laughs) I was like, Bridget's going to throw up if this happens. (laughs) Like I would, that's, that's my like extreme, my regular emotional response across the board is tears out of my eyes. Mm -hmm. The one step up extreme these days. is just like, whoop. Yeah, <laughs> give I was me like, a sec. I was like, oh yeah, that that that. Uh, I'm just like giving myself acid reflux. Good scans times. for me. <laughs> um, so looking forward to that. But just in that sense of being like, oh fuck, big huge thing, you know? Yes, yes. Um, I resonated with Carrie and Big. I'm like, I mm-hmm. I know I'm gonna have this conversation with this one person in my life. Yep. Uh, and. Yep. I don't think it'll go. I mean, I think it. I think it will go the same at this point where I like. I will pick the other one. Yeah. Um, Whatever the other will be. But. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Yeah, I um, I feel that too, a little bit. Just just in the way um. Carrie is, I don't know. In this episode, like that that scene with Big is one of my favorite scenes I've seen between the two of them. Right. Um, it just feels like it encapsulates their relationship well and not in a way that, that it makes me inherently like furious right. 
It like kind of makes me get it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hate Bunny. And then Miranda and Steve. Like I, I love them. We love them. Yeah. I really have no frame of life reference to think about how I would, you know, because Miranda's life is so different yeah, from mine in so are, many ways. These are just like the realities. Yeah, little, beyond us. Carrie's the closest to us right now. Yeah. And I think I, I do, I like really empathize with Charlotte in this. Yeah. Charlotte's stuff is Charlotte so Charlotte is so likable. Yeah, she really is. And she so just deserves ways. like a fun partner who's nice. Yeah. Ugh. Is that it? I think. I think that's it. I think that's it. Oh, everyone, thank you for sticking with us. What um Delta Downs Delta's mm. ups? Delta Down is uh, that I'm just tired out of my mind. Uh Delta Up. Well, my other Delta Down is I, you've all heard me talk about this 10 million times. Portland does not have humidity. It was perfect weather. It was so fucking gorgeous. And I literally stepped off the plane into the little like zoomy tunnel. And I was like, Oh <laughs> fuck. I still hate it. <laughs> so my mortal enemy, um, humidity, but, uh, my Delta up is, it was a lovely trip and I'm really excited to be back in the city and just like, really in the thick of summer and trying to enjoy it and I just like saying yes to things and trying not to lose my mind completely in every direction trying to set myself up for success instead of waiting till the last second in every arena and panicking mm, I love that <laughs> thank you I need it I love it I want it also I ate so much fresh fruit mm. oh Brooke yeah Delta up, delta down. Um, my delta up is that I'm generally feeling so much better. Yes. About every part of my life. Yes. Oh, also I went back to therapy today for the first time in two Ugh. weeks. God bless. I have it literally tomorrow morning at seven forty-five a.m. Wow. Wow. I was like, she's raw way to start the day. She's going out of town, and <gasps> I like, I ha- I was like, I can't go two weeks. No. After the, like, I good. C- no, especially like I just, right now. I nope. need to yep. just like good. get out these good vibes because I did tell Lily I was like, I, and I'm telling you all, uh-huh. I'm feeling really good right now, uh-huh. but some things have happened that uh-huh. I'm like, I see a version of this could go either way i spiral out of control yeah. uh-huh and like i'm sure it's good to anticipate it there will be moments mm-hmm. where um Haley and lily name my anxiety her name is branks and <laughs> branks is very specific and she comes out there's also yeah um i so, love but that. my delta up is that i'm i'm like my anxiety has there calmed really down. is a personality there you know oh yeah yeah worthy of a name and then my delta down is for me to know yeah absolutely um i have two things to say please say them the first is i want to give two shout outs yes one is to brother of the podcast alex wiseman because it is his birthday this sunday oh yay so happy birthday oh incredible um follow him at Zelawu, X-E-L-A-W-U-U. He's really trying to get to 2,000 followers. Oh, so fun. We I'm, can make that happen. Yeah, so everyone go Birthday follow Alex. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then the other one is I just want to give a big hug over a podcast to our friend Emily. Our lovely friend Emily. Yeah, I was going to say the you. same. We love you. We love you. Emily was a guest of ours. And so if you you want to send some love her way in your mind, do it. Do it. Um, Bridget. Yeah. How can I find you on social media? Well, um, either on your big internet on the computer or small internet on your phone, you can find me on Twitter at Mrs. Burt Macklin. You can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. And uh, Brooke? You can find me on Twitter, probably talking about Mom and Mia too. Here I go again. <laughs> it is st- consistently still content. Yeah. At Brooke underscore Wiseman. And you can find me on Instagram, just, you know, whatever, doing whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> um, at Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. Um, and if you put an underscore, I will invite you to my yoga class, get you in for free, turn up the humidity as high as possible. <laughs> Lock you in the room. And just leave you there for about 45 minutes. Oh, boy. While, um, You're going to turn into a little shrivelly husk. Well, <laughs> um, 
Welcome to Duloc Plays on repeat. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, 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 I wow. really wheeled in all the brands. You did. That was incredibly done. Thank you. And collectively, we are at, at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast. At Splat the Podcast on Facebook. Splatpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, subscribe. Please do it. We love it. We love you. Actually, we hit a really fun... Did I say this last week? I don't think so. We hit a fun subscriber. Um benchmark that i'm thrilled about so yeah. thank you and tell also your friends we're like climbing up on followers we're almost at it's f- we're, we're almost at we're 500 legit. followers which is like a person on social media who like yeah don't, you know we're has doing, real we're, content and people who interact with it thank you for loving us we love you yeah. very 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 much there, we have a really nice person follow us recently yes Did she comment oh on yes wait hang on i'm gonna give her a shout out yeah she um it's really fun because sometimes like i'll get a, a follow on the on like splats whatever it is and then i'll get it on mine too and i'm like oh no way um hang on hang on hang on we're getting there um you guys uh i'm the face of birthright (laughs) literally (laughs) so i don't know if you want to see this this video we can make it happen it's so freaking good you probably have if you've ever implied if you've gotten an email from birthright recently because you've ever gone signed up for oh my god watch the video brooke is the star of it it. and she got um, I got recognized, recognized from today. it today and it's only been out for like four days. Someone was like, Hey, are you on birthright recently? And I was like, Oh my God, did you see the video? And she was like, it's I really it. insane. Nat, shout out to Nat, shout our out friend to Nat. Nat in um, Germany, Germany, travel and food blogger, vinegar and wine. You are amazing. Thank you for being so supportive and loving. We love you guys. Bye. Stay cool. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.